What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. Welcome to episode number 153 and uh in today's episode we'll be talking about what is possibly the worst day the indian markets have seen uh since inception i believe because this kind of negativity is something which is um which is well unheard of so if you want to learn more about how the day was if you want to learn more about how the prices moved today and how i traded it then uh, make sure that you are listening to this episode at a speed you are comfortable at I personally prefer 2x because um you know it's just a lot more engaging that way and it does not get boring so uh let's let's get started So just to give you an idea of how negative things were the AD ratio for the day is 0.06 and just to give you an idea of how bad things you know are uh normally we see an unchanged uh stocks of around 100 to 120 or so so approximately that uh region that ballpark today they are 75 and the number of advances are just 110 so you could imagine just how negative things were and uh, unsurprisingly today the fi's were sellers as well minus 2989 crore with the dis being uh, buyers but not by a lot just a thousand crore buying and i think what is happening here and it's it's a, it's obvious that the fi's are pulling in that money and i think now the pressure is coming on the dis as well where people might be willing to liquidate their investments thinking that oh my god things have gone too uh, too bad uh, it's better to just get out right now uh, than you know completely erode whatever capital is left so i'm assuming that that impact is also going to be felt uh very soon if not right away um and as a result you know when there's a lot of withdrawal pressure for these dis they have to pull out they have to you know take the money out of the markets liquidate their positions even though they don't want to and i'm sure that partially the reason for the fi's exiting their positions is also that cuz uh, they might be you know seeing that the indian markets have been fairly negative and uh, as a result they they are just getting their money out and especially with the past few days being even more negative they're just trying to get out as much as they can and that's a possibility uh, and that's i think that's the most plausible explanation for what's going on uh, at the same time when you think about just how much selling is going on uh, you have to wonder that if this just continues going on if this continues happening then the markets will be far too dry for any you know any reasonable person to trade in and uh, the indian markets have of course evolved a lot since uh, since 2008 and such and you know basically those times the liquidity has gone up by a lot and so has you know just how uh, mature the market is but if it if 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 the markets are going to run this dry and if the fi is going to pull out so much liquidity from them 
I think that that day is not far if these things continue where we see almost a completely different market than what we were used to a few months ago. And I'm not saying that that is an irreversible change. I don't mean to, um, you know, cause further uh, panic. It's just that when we're talking about such a massive, such a uh, significant change in the broad market indices, it is bound to happen unless, of course, we see a sharp recovery. Now, coming to think of it, you know, if this continues, if we see uh, all this negativity just being nonstop, then that day won't be far when India's top 50 stocks will be trading for pennies, literally pennies. In fact, I, I think that, you know, right now as it is, the prices are way too low for uh, it to justify, you know, being India's top index. I'm talking about Nifty here. And I feel that it's already been way too oversold. And I feel that um, unless unless the authorities step in right now, uh, there really isn't a lot to expect. And I, I think that the negativity just might continue. And the, it's not like the authorities did not do anything. They have tried to restrict the position size of shorting. But clearly that isn't working out. So definitely something... Uh, needs to be done about this something which is uh, which is very serious very severe and uh, that's that's pretty much the only thing which might stop this negativity and uh, the reason why I want to talk about that here is because this is definitely quite uh, you know an exceptional day in the way that uh, you know something like this I doubt anyone would have seen uh, let alone me who's relatively inexperienced and when we are talking about days like these, it is very natural to feel that, my God, what's happening? Oh, everything's just everything's just going haywire. If you if you're recently uh, investing, if you recently started, if you're as old as me or something, uh, this would have been possibly your first year of uh, putting in money in ETFs and in uh, MFs and such. If that's the case, then this would have been the first time. And you're already seeing massive losses, and this is this is for those guys that you know it's it's fine. You're, you're gonna see losses. This is an unusual event. At the same time, it's sort of cyclical. It's it's something that which was seen in 2008, and we had we did recover from 2008. So I'm sure that we will recover from this as well. But while it lasts, it is going to be rough, and it is possibly going to change. Um, you know, several characteristics of the markets as well uh, because of just how much money is being pulled out. So uh, that's that's my view on that. And now coming to the day's highs and lows, we're seeing some new, um, new highs here, such as Kotak Gold. In fact, a lot of gold uh, ETFs are here, IDBI, um, Invesco as well. Ruchi Soya still maintains its uh, lead it's still doing very well and a new entrant here is ipka labs now ipka labs actually has a news based event and uh, the thing is us fda has removed has lifted their ban uh, because one of their uh, you know one of their medicines or something is possibly uh, it's just something related to the coronavirus like one of their um, medicines or something has like some element or some compound which might help cure the virus or something so that is the reason why it did so well today 
And as far as the losers are concerned, we've covered this so many times. It does not make sense. 3M India is here as well. So, just a complete uh, complete beating of a day today. And as far as the bulk deals are concerned, we're looking at a few of unusual ones. PVR being uh, one of them. A massive PVR selling happening. Bottom billion fund is the uh, fund which has sold PVR. So, I'm assuming PVR took an absolute beating today. Uh, BASF is also here, so is Everest India and a few other unheard of uh, names. Uh, BASF India looks like it's been in, there's been an internal transfer of sorts because it is also a bulk deal. And as far as the short, uh, as far as the short sellers are concerned, it's it's the standard whatever we spoke about yesterday. So that is what we are seeing as far as the market, uh, you know, snapshot is concerned. And uh, let's move to the indices now. Nifty closed 12.98% down from its previous open. It's at 7,610 and uh, clearly it's possibly the most negative day I've seen, including that day where the very first circuit breaker was uh, hit. Today there was another circuit breaker, um, again right around 10, 10 a.m. or so and uh, again 45 minute halt for the trading. And then it was back, except last time what had happened is after the circuit breaker came in, after it kicked in, uh, the markets went up, they corrected, they filled in that gap, and it was uh, quite possibly the most positive day uh, we had seen in that period. This time, though, after the circuit breakers kicked in, it, was, it, it appeared to be completely ready for the next circuit breaker to kick in. And if that would have happened, it would have been obviously a tragedy pretty much, uh, but that did not, so that's a good thing. Um, as far as the ADR of Nifty is concerned, just one advance, um, which is just kind of sad if you think about it. And, uh, you know, again, it's it's what it is, really can't change. Oh, looks like that one advance was, was not Nifty 50, it was Nifty Next 50. For Nifty 50, there were zero advances. The worst performers were... Uh, some stocks which are relatively uh, very stable, some stocks which are considered to be good stocks, such as Axis Bank, Bajaj Financial Services, Indusin Bank, um, Bajaj Finance, and ICICI Bank. So these stocks are considered, Grassim is here as well, it's another strong-ish stock. These stocks are considered fundamentally very good, uh, or at least good, and they were still the losers for the day, so that really goes to show how bad things were and uh, as far as the other broad market indices are concerned all of them are in the red of course vix surprisingly not that uh, high it was at 71.99 closing which is not a lot and you could have seen uh, based on the intraday movements that it was really not as high as one would have imagined nifty bank has taken an absolute beating here down 16.24 percent I'm not quite sure why the second breaker wasn't hit for Bank Nifty, um, but I'm assuming that there's some reason for that. It's down 3,400 points at 16,917 closing. And again, zero advances, all 12 were declines. So not too good. Bandhan Bank taken an absolute beating down 23.58%. Uh, so really uh, a terrible day for uh, for the for the market as a whole pretty much in fact even the fixed income indices were down today so uh, that just goes to show how negative things were today 
and that just goes to show how um, how how much of selling was happening how much of money was being pulled out of uh, the financial markets and i mean it's it's just a gross amount i feel uh, so that as far as nifty's charts are concerned looking at the intraday chart first uh, we see something which is very interesting um, you know gap up massive gap not a gap up massive gap down opening and from there try to fill in that gap there was a very uh, very faint attempt to uh, you know possibly fill in that gap but that failed as a result it went down it, it created a new low and right around that low was a circuit breaker so that circuit breaker hit as a result uh, trading halted for 45 minutes however as i talked about in the previous segment despite the circuit breaker once the markets resumed the the prices still continued falling which is not really a good sign and uh, from there there was no recovery made a few attempts a couple of attempts uh, but none of them were successful at all and uh, just that overall sense of negativity was very very high yes uh, rather day before yesterday's low acted as a very very strong resistance um, for the day so that's not really a good sign as far as bank nifty's intraday movements are concerned much more negative than nifty which is again even more surprising especially because i believe hdfc bank's chairman had said that the banks are sitting on 5 billion dollars of liquid money and despite all that despite the fundamentals being all right uh, we're just seeing an absolute beating happening in the markets and of course as we had spoken about yesterday literally yesterday in the episode that this is to be expected because we're going to see the number of cases in india rise we are going to see even more drastic measures being taken we'll possibly be see hospitals being over flooded and over occupied and this is not something which i'm saying too happily it's a very sad thing that will happen but it's it's pretty much inevitable unless the social distancing really works um but as of now it looks like there are a few people um who are not really following the social distancing that well so if that continues then uh, we'll possibly see the number of cases rise and if that continues to happen then of course uh, you know it's it's unlikely that we see a recovery because you know the panic around will just not allow for the markets to um, recover properly until this all of this actually stabilizes or at least dies down so that's my take on that as far as the daily charts are concerned we spoke about 7700 or so 7600 7700 being an important level uh, for the day uh, or rather for the for nifty and that is exactly almost exactly where nifty has ended its day and it's at 7610 again the next support is possibly at 7500 or so if that fails then we're looking at 6600 6800 levels or so uh, again it's i feel that those levels will really not re reflect the true picture of where nifty is and how strong nifty is um but it's again at the end of the day the market is um, like the cumulative sentiment of uh, every single participant and every major participant so it's not you know my opinion on that is not really going to change how nifty is going to um, you know move or how it will perform as far as bank nifty is concerned we're seeing something very similar happening my levels my uh, you know support levels for yesterday were 18k 17.8k and 17.2k 
literally every single one of them was breached, uh, which is kind of sad, but, you know, really, really can't uh, change that at all. And, uh, yeah, I mean, as far as support levels go, it's, it's, I mean, I feel that 15k or so might just be attempted, seeing how negative things are right now. But if it wants to take support, it can just take support right here. It might say that, oh, 17k levels uh, are supported, 16k rejected, and it might go up. So that is also very likely that's something that can happen. Uh, so that's my take on the analysis. Let's move to my trades. Before we get started into my trades, I just remembered I forgot to speak about crude and Forex, USD, INR. Uh, by the looks of it, USD, INR is absolutely in the ditch. It's at 76.25, which is ridiculously high. And uh, if, if you're earning in USD, then you should probably uh, party at home because, uh, you know, just things just became extremely valuable for you. However, if uh, if if you know you are just a trader or something then you, you and you were short USD INRA I don't know why we've been seeing gap up opens for quite some time now today was possibly the largest gap up open I've seen on um, on on FX so it opened just below 76 but then it sort of climbed back uh, up to 76 very very fast and uh, literally zero resistance offered by anything some retracement, some minor retracement was there, but overall it was just sky high, and uh, that's what we are seeing. And it's, I mean, it's again, it's it's going to be very weird. Like I'm assuming that IT stocks are going to take positively to this, but at the same time, IT stocks, their clients are going to suffer massively. Their own employees are not allowed to go uh, to office, so I'm assuming that is also going to take a hit. So I'm not quite sure exactly what the impact of this is going to be because on the one hand, it's good because if, if they're getting their money, they'll get it uh, you know at a higher INR amount. But if they are not getting their money or if, if you know there's some force majeure clause that's kicked in and all of that, then it's not going to be good. So that's my take on USD INR. As far as crude is concerned, it is actually quite stable. It's at... 22.83 per barrel for WTI and 28.59 per barrel for Brent, up 0.7% and down 1.41% respectively, which is not too bad. I feel it's it's relatively stable if we go by this alone. Uh, whether this means that you know the international stuff that's happening, all the Saudi and OPEC crisis or like literally every single event as far as crude is concerned whether these prices mean that that has stabilized i most definitely think that is not the case i just think that today was uh, a day where things were not as wild as they normally are but i still i, I don't think that it's it's really stabilized at all i just think that this will continue and again i'm not quite sure what the impact of that will be but uh um, again, I think that the prices of Indian markets are moving relatively independently of crude. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm happy to be corrected on that if that's the case. But anyway, now let's move to my trades. So my trades were again calls. This time it was Bank Nifty. And normally I don't get into Bank Nifty, but... 
the amount of uh, investment required for bank nifty is typically can be lower versus you know comparing the reward that you can get versus how much you need to put in it can be lower which is why me having a smaller account size these days i shifted to bank nifty and i made a decent return initially i think it was it must have been around around 40% or something probably yeah around 40% uh, but then I re-entered into that position and it, it pretty much erased all of my MTM gains. However, the good thing is that I am holding on to it. I'm still holding on to it. And as of now, uh, SGX Nifty looks positive. It's 1.88% up, which is 142 points. It's at 7.689. And if that means that we're going to see a positive day tomorrow then uh, then then looks like i'm going to be a very very happy guy but if it means that we're going to see a negative day tomorrow then i won't be too sad because the amount of investment was really not that high in fact i've made mtm losses not mtm losses in fact i've made intraday losses which are far more than the amount of investment that i made uh, it was a 20500 call in case you're wondering so quite far out of the money uh, but considering how many days are still left for expiry, it's entirely possible that it becomes ITM as well. We re we never really know uh, in such markets. So that's my take on that. And I feel that overall the day's movements were far, far more sluggish than what we've seen in the past. Because despite what we've seen earlier where after things fall, you know, after we see the prices fall very sharply, typically there is some more of a correction, whether that's partial profit booking via short covering or whether that's reconsideration of those lower levels this time none of that happened we saw the market falling and then it just continued to fall or just stayed at that level which is kind of surprising to see if i'm being very honest but uh, again it's it is what it is so uh, that is what i saw and the basis for me actually holding on to this trade in, in case you're wondering is because of what I spoke in the previous segment. I feel that as things stand, considering the amount of measures that have been taken, I feel that the indices are grossly undervalued. And I feel that, you know, it, it, it really should turn up. I, I really can't understand why the prices are allowed to fall this much. Because sure, we've got a literal crisis on our hands. Uh, but when we're talking about seeing the price levels that we previously saw back in 2016, when literally every single environment, every single factor uh, was different, I feel that's that's sort of unfair. I feel that uh, we could have we could have just seen much much better levels today, despite how severe the case of Corona is. And uh, considering all that considering that there might be a possible uh, you know partial recovery happening or at least a reconsideration of these current levels uh, I, I held on to that and because the investment really wasn't that much so that was my basis for that and the lesson for the day is kind of tricky because uh, it's literally the price movements are your biggest lesson for the day I feel that uh, if, if you're going to just observe how the prices are moving not just intraday but also carrying forward positions and such if you are going to observe these things if you're going to observe the buyers and sellers if you're going to observe 
all those things then i feel that literally every single year lesson that you could learn will be right in front of your eyes and that is why it's kind of hard to say uh, that hey this was the lesson for the day or hey that was the lesson for the day because the movements are just so interesting and so different that it's really hard to put into words how things are moving and it's really hard to put into words how uh, you know what exactly you should take away from that so that's my opinion and i feel that if you haven't already started observing the markets what are you waiting for because this is possibly not going to come back um in at least a few few years possibly a few decades and this is literally the best time to observe the markets when they are at their worst because once they get trending it's it's damn easy to say that hey you know i'm i'm looking at a retracement tool here and then it'll turn up when they are trending which they have been since the past 4 years at least when that's the case it is extremely easy to talk about the markets and it's extremely easy to give your analysis but when they are so choppy when they are so rough it is hard it is far far more difficult than li- any other scenario which is why it's best to learn now and it's best to get a feel of how things are when you are thrown in the battle zone um your boot camp will be far easier when you are thrown in the battle zone just your regular play day will be far easier so that's my take on that and i spoke about moves being choppy i feel today the markets weren't as choppy i feel that sure that negative bias was there but in terms of choppiness where we see one down move and one sharp up move that was really not the case today so um you know i hope that that was helpful i hope this episode was helpful and informative for you and i hope you had a positive trading day today i hope you have a positive trading day tomorrow happy trading that's it for uh, this one see you in the next Welcome to episode number 154 of this podcast and I'm recording this at 7:52 p.m. So uh, what I'll actually do is halfway through I'll take a quick break I'll listen to what the prime minister has to say at 8 p.m. and then I'll include that in this episode as well. And uh, today if 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 you've been living under a rock or if you don't have access to internet for some reason or if you just did not know then at Uh, around 2:30 p.m. or so fm nirmala sitaraman had briefed the press and the citizens of india about certain steps that they want to take i'll be honest though those steps are not as reassuring as one would have liked uh, really not a lot of tangible stuff for um, you know anyone really concerned with the markets that much it was more related to the statutory uh, and regulatory uh, ease uh which is given so that's that's something she had already mentioned she did not mention a lot of uh fiscal packages or anything related to that just that the economic uh task force that's been created is on it and they'll be giving something out sooner rather than later so that's a good sign at the same time not really as tangible or not really enough it's kind of like that saying which says that uh, it's just too little too late that's similar to what uh, the speech was if you ask me and uh, to make up for that though we've got the pm speaking in about 6 minutes so i'll just wrap up the intro and then i'll tune into that and i'll let you know how it goes 
Uh, but for all that, make sure you're listening to this episode at speed you're comfortable at. I personally prefer 2x because it just keeps things nice and uh, nice and lively and it's very engaging and you don't fall asleep. So uh, that's my recommendation. Let's get started.